Section 2 of The Life and Adventures of Chanticleer the Intelligent Rooster, an interesting story in verse for children, by Unknown, translated by Louise Pollock. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 6 Chanticleer's Childhood, His First Disobedience and Punishment. And now Mother Biddy, in earnest, begun to direct and instruct her dear little son what to choose for his drink, where to find his food and early to distinguish the bad from the good how far he might run and where to abide whom to mistrust and in whom to confide she led him through the barn and the yard all over and they went to the meadow all covered with clover but you may depend that she never was found in the garden or upon the cultivated ground as some mischievous hens would do but mrs biddy much better knew she carefully taught his youthful mind to keep from evil of every kind but one day when the hen wasn't near to prevent it young chanticleer felt himself very much tempted to steal into the garden of a neighbour and to eat of the fruit raised with much labour of currants he ate the ripest and best but feeling guilty he ate in such haste that he couldn't enjoy his naughty trick a man too came after him with a stick who tried pretty hard to fell him down twas the deacon in his long dressing-gown and no doubt chanticleer would have been dead had he been hit on his wayward little head when at last he reached home quite trembling with fright his mother saw quickly that all was not right and concluded that to keep him from doing wrong again and to make him obedient she must give him some pain so she took a rod and held him by the wing and gave her naughty child a severe whipping he sobbed and cried loud and long though he felt twas just for he'd done wrong children should always be made to mind to keep them from evil of every kind chapter seven chanticleer learns to read come here my child said mother hen one day to chanticleer when he came in from play tis time now to begin to think of something besides play food and drink a child who smart desires to be must early learn his a b c the vowels a e i o u and all the other letters too then when you know them well you will learn how to spell therefore i have brought for you this book into which i hope you will often look now come at once and repeat after me slowly and attentive your a b c quickly you'll learn them all by heart soon to spell you'll begin if you are smart and i promise that when to read you begin you shall have books with pretty stories within then she pointed to the letters and pronounced them with care and made her little chanticleer speak them after her it was rather hard work for him but still he went at his letters with determined will and grateful for his mother's pains he tried to make her entirely satisfied yet at first he thought he hated to study and only through love for dear mother biddy he persevered without being much admonished and by his progress all were much astonished 
for soon he knew all his letters so well that now he began to learn how to spell and if he'd been diligent before he now applied himself still more great interest and pleasure now he took in the study of his reading-book for now he was able to read pretty tales all about elephants lions and whales about bees who make delicious honey about a man who'd do anything for money about good little charlie and careless dick about the sly fox who played the farmer a trick about the tall giraffe and the striped zebra and about the negroes of africa and every story no sooner read so fast he'd pronounced it better than the last and i know you'll be glad to have it said that chanticleer reflected upon all he read and when anything didn't seem quite clear he'd inquire the meaning of his mother dear and thus by reading and close observation he gained more knowledge than others in his station he knew a great deal and could tell you at once the names of several kinds of plants of trees and flowers of grains and fruit and knew for what purposes they were good he read about fishes and birds in the air about the snail who drags her house after her about oceans and ships and shells on the shore and about many different objects more chapter eight what he learns and observes during his walks with his mamma and what with reading and observing nature he grew in knowledge as well as in stature and as might be expected from a good loving child he was always quick to mind obliging and mild this filled the mother's heart with pleasure who sought to please him by spending her leisure in taking him frequently out to walk to breathe the fresh air and have a nice talk when thus engaged in pleasant conversation she took pains to direct his observation to the many blessings all around with which god made this earth abound the stately oak with the tiny acorn the million of insects which are daily born the luscious berries and juicy fruit many herbs which are for sickness good the water in the brook as clear as glass the nourishing grains the velvety grass the bird in the air who so sweetly sings all this they admired and many more things and often they'd see the cow enjoying her feed in the rich meadow and felt sorry that she did not spare the pretty flowers that were there then in summer during the noonday heat they would do the shady woods retreat and at other times she'd take her little one into the garden to see the setting sun as it tinged the sky with a crimson light and chanticleer thought twas a splendid sight when going home they would stop on their way to admire the flower-beds so gay roses and peonies with evening dew bright pinks gillyflowers and ladies delight chanticleer enjoyed very much all he saw and often would say thank you dear mamma for taking me out to walk with thee and showing such lovely sights to me chapter nine chanticleer's complaint to his mother about the evils which he observes all about him his mother's advice quite different sights met chanticleer's eye when playing in the yard close by here he saw the robin forever stealing cherries there some roosters were picking the ripe berries 
though often they had been driven away they wanted to have their share they would say the crow would pull up the corn which the farmer just now had sown sweet little birds innocent and gay were killed by the cat their enemy at poor old men often barked the dog to wallow in dirt delighted the hog when the bull came home at the close of the day every one would run out of the fellow's way to get some chickens the hawk would strive though they had never harmed him in their life to see the turkeys fight made him also feel quite sad when they tried to get away with what another one had he often complained to his mamma of the evils which he daily saw my child good mrs biddy says do you not follow their bad ways bad habits and vice you must ever hate only what good you may see you must imitate a good child had much rather be clean and neat than to soil his clothes or muddy his feet he never must love to give pain without need to any of god's creatures whom he chances to meet a good child does not tease nor fight my son nor ever scratches the face of any one he does not call bad names nor is on mischief bent but is ever obliging and reverent he does not contradict what is said to him nor pout when not gratified in every whim be kind to all and respect even the poor for these are virtues which will ever endure be slow to judge but ready to be kind and especially always quick to mind chapter ten chanticleer learns to write and addresses a letter to his mother to-day we must learn some new lesson my dear mrs biddy said one morning to chanticleer and that you may learn how to write just look i have brought you this pencil and writing-book to learn how to write is the next step to take if in learning you wish much progress to make straight marks for the beginning will do next follow letters and numbers too i know every day you will like it better how pleased you will be when you can write a letter now take the pencil and hold it in this way let us make a fair beginning to-day be careful to make these marks as i do and to-morrow you shall make m n and u chanticleer did as he was bid and daily at his desk would sit and though at first his marks were not quite straight soon one could see that good progress he made just six months from the time that he first begun on his mother's birthday this dutiful son sat down and wrote a beautiful sheet a composition for his mother to read dear mother whom i love so well i am more happy than i can tell to be able on your birthday to wish you much joy forgive if i have not always been a good boy and i will try to grow better every day to prove my love this will be the best way please continue to love my mother dear thy true and affectionate chanticleer to be sure this might have been written much better but his mother thought it was a beautiful letter her eyes were suffused with tears of joy to think that she had such an affectionate boy she thought he fully rewarded her for all her solicitude and care End of section two.